everyone, welcome into another edition of the Woj Pod. Uh, here reacting to a lot of news the last couple days in the NBA, uh, virtually all around uh, contracts, contract extensions, and none bigger than the news out of Milwaukee. Uh, Giannis Attentacupo, the two-time MVP, agreeing on a three-year, 100 an $86 million uh, extension with the Bucks. He had until midnight on Monday uh, to do that deal. Uh, and now uh, that allows him to uh, opt out of uh, the second year left on his deal, uh, start a new three-year deal, and gets a player option, of course, uh, for uh, 2027-28 uh, on that Bucks deal. but. Uh, certainly alleviates just a tremendous amount of pressure uh, in some ways on that organization, but they made the trade, John Horst did, uh, for Damian Lillard, and now Giannis uh, does another extension with the Bucks, and this allows him uh, to cash in further, especially if he stays in Milwaukee. Uh, he can do, in 2026, he can do uh, another deal, 2028, he can do a four-year deal. That gets him around that 38 and over rule that the league has uh, that limits you, uh, when you when your contract gets you to that age. And so uh, just tremendous, just a tremendous coup for this Milwaukee organization. John Horst, their general manager, uh, since he's taken over, re-signing Giannis, the Drew Holiday trade uh, that brought him to Milwaukee, that helped them win a title, and then Damian Lillard, Obviously, getting that deal done and allowing uh, the Bucks to get this commitment from Giannis Attentacupo uh, to keep him in Milwaukee and a team that just will continue to be really formidable uh, in the Eastern Conference. This, this just came together, I'm told, really over the weekend, really Sunday, when John Horst drove down to Chicago, sat down with Giannis's agent, Alex Saratsis. Uh, who's been with Giannis from the very beginning. And they went through the numbers on this and uh, got it done. Signed the contract on Monday night in Milwaukee. And uh, Horst and this Bucks organization has done it again. Uh, putting the pieces around Giannis to keep him in place. It is the hardest thing to do in this league. Uh, number one, to get a player of Giannis Attentacupo's caliber stature to develop him, watch him become a two-time MVP and then be a finals MVP, bring you your first title in 50 years and then keep him. And that's, you see it all around the league. It is very, very difficult uh, to keep winning when you're not drafting high, when you're, when you have the best record or top two record in the in the league or in your conference every year. You don't get draft picks. You don't get young players uh, that you can kind of bring through at low contracts, controllable contracts. And yet Milwaukee just keeps finding ways and keeping Brooke Lopez, bringing in Bobby Portis, keeping him. Uh, the guys like Pat Connaughton who come through and Joe Ingles who comes through. Uh, Guys love playing with Giannis. He's a player that everybody loves to be around. Uh, market does not hold Milwaukee back in that way, especially with those veteran 
minimum players anyway. Guys want to be a part of that. You know you're going to have a chance to win. You know you play with a player in Giannis who is just a joy to be around. And and now Milwaukee uh, gets that extension done. Uh, and again, really came together in just the last 24, 48 hours. And a lot of heartbroken big market teams all over the NBA who thought, uh, listen, I think they knew it was going to be very difficult to get Giannis out of Milwaukee once the Lillard trade happened. Uh, but, you know, they could always hope things could get sideways with them, but uh, won't matter, at least certainly in the short term, because the Bucks get Giannis's name on the dotted line three years, $186 million on top of his current deal. And, uh, Listen, this is a Bucks organization that had some changes in ownership the last uh, couple of years. Mark Lazary sold his share, um, but you see a group here that remains committed around Giannis. And uh, I think Antetokounmpo has a tremendous amount of belief and trust in John Horst. Uh, Horst was there at the beginning with John Hammond when he was drafted. They had a relationship, and he has seen at every turn. He finds ways to improve this team, to turn whatever they, the assets he does have into deals uh, to improve that group. And listen, this is a team, if Chris Middleton is healthy, they're as formidable as certainly anybody in the league. Uh, Boston might have, Boston may be deeper in the East, but the one-two of Giannis and, and now Damian Lillard and um, is just... Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch this group. And uh, this comes on the heels of pretty active rookie extension deadline, which is essentially uh, class NBA draft class of 2020. You know how this usually goes. The max guys get done in the first hours of free agency back in July. So Tyrese Halliburton, uh, LaMelo Ball, uh, that grouping of players. Uh, who get who got their max extensions early on, and then it's usually a long haul of negotiations uh, with the rest of them. And they all very often all come down to the deadline. You saw that over the weekend. Uh, Denny Advia in Washington, four years, fifty-five million. On over the weekend, we reported, and then uh, Zach Collins, who was not a rookie extension, but but a player. Just hasn't played a lot uh, with injuries. 10th pick in Portland in 2017. A great comeback story for him in this league. Basically went two and a half years, played 11 games. Really lost two full years, almost a third full year. And he gets two years, $35 million with uh, San Antonio. Just fits there with Victor Wembenyama, who that's a whole nother conversation. What he has done so far, what he's looked like. Uh, they're walking around with their jaws open, dropped, I guess is the right way to say it, in San Antonio. Not just what we've seen in the games, which has been amazing, but what they've seen every day in practice and workouts. And everything they knew about him, his makeup and his character and his team-oriented view of everything he does. But we've never seen anything like Wembeyama and... I said last year at the draft, the greatest draft prospect in the history of professional sports 
I thought he would be the best player on both ends of the floor in the NBA by his third year. And nothing you have seen early in just a preseason when he's learning the NBA, nothing you've seen so far would, I think, would deter that belief. It's just remarkable what he's done. Uh, yeah, if the Spurs could sign him to a uh, rookie max extension today, they would certainly do that. They won't be able to do that, though, for a few years. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand slams, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-timey chimney sweeps, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish. But you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECT-TV or visit directtv.com. Sign up today. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's start with those rookie scale extensions with Onyeka Guanku in Atlanta, four years, $62 million for a center that you have seen get better and better in each year and really start to blossom with the hiring of Quinn Snyder last season. Uh, his numbers with Snyder, his minutes were up, his production was up, 13 out of his last 15 games according to the great Matt Williams at ESPN, uh, in double figures um, and just a a tenacious offensive rebounder among the league leaders in the minutes he was on the floor for Atlanta. So Onyeka, four years, $62 million. Uh, Certainly Clint Capella is a big part of that Atlanta team, but uh, this is a player – who the Hawks drafted sixth overall in 2020, uh, and he gets his rookie extension uh, at $62 million. Jada McDaniels in Minnesota, five years, $136 million, really $131 million guaranteed, uh, $26.2 million a year. Uh, listen, he's shown a lot of promise. Uh, it'll be interesting in Minnesota. They can't pay all these guys. They just can't. And so you look at that roster and you know, uh, in a year or two, it's probably going to have to look different. Uh, they can say they're going to go into the luxury tax. I'm sure they will. But uh, obviously, you know, we talk about the rookie Mac extensions earlier. Anthony Edwards is at the top of that list. We mentioned Halliburton and Ball, but Edwards, number one overall pick. Uh, and that 20 class, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, uh, those are big deals. And then J.D. McDaniels now, $26 million a year. It'll be interesting to see what that roster looks like. They get a chance, though, this year to see this group, see how it fits together. And certainly they hope they can stay healthy in Minnesota. Uh, 
Josh Green in Dallas, you know, to finally see a young player with the Mavericks that they draft, that they develop, that gets a rookie extension is an accomplishment uh, for how it's gone really there in terms of player personnel. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith was one. He was a uh, not a first-round pick, but you saw that was a player who they developed and grew. And, of course, Jalen Brunson and both are gone. Uh, Brunson was the one they just – I don't think they'll ever forgive themselves in Dallas for not wrapping him up at $50 million, uh, $56 million, whatever it would have been, two years ago and waited and then lost him to New York for double that. And, of course, Finney-Smith went to Brooklyn in the Kyrie Irving trade. But uh, Josh Green – Three years, $41 million. He gets his deal done today. Uh, and then you look at, really, the players who did not get extensions done. It'll be some interesting restricted free agency this summer, or next summer. Emmanuel quickly with the Knicks. Patrick Williams with the Bulls. Obi Toppin in Indiana. Sadiq Bay in Atlanta. And... You know, there's always different reasons why these extensions don't get done. You know, I think in some cases you look at a player like Patrick Williams, Obi Toppin, you know, you, you think that this could be a, if you're their agents, you think this could be a breakout year for them. You could see growth. Both were in situations or have been in situations. Toppin now goes to the Pacers from the Knicks. Just didn't get a lot of opportunity in New York and team was backlogged at his position. And you want to believe he's going to be, he is going to be a starter in Indiana that he's going to have the kind of year that you don't want to settle this. You, know, you, you want to wait and see what that looks like and then do a deal next summer or, go, or with Indiana or looking to restricted free agency. And then Patrick Williams, I think it's been, yeah, I think it's been tough with that group. The chemistry has not been great with that group in Chicago. Uh, Patrick Williams, super talented, fourth pick in the draft. You know, you've seen flashes with him of, of really high level stuff. And, and he, you know, sometimes it takes, a few years for a young guy to put it all together. And you see some great flashes from Williams in the preseason. And I get them not doing, uh, not settling on that uh, for a deal there. And I think if you're Chicago, you go, well, you know, there, there's a level we'll go to here, but we need to see more from him. And so that'll certainly be uh, the case with Patrick Williams and the Bulls. Uh, I think he has a big year for them. I really do. I think he's poised. Uh, I think also it's uh, you know a lot of decisions to be made on this Chicago roster and um, moving forward, uh, but certainly uh, a rookie the, that rookie extension class. And again, these guys go into restricted free agency, which is never any fun for anybody. I always believe that rookie free ag- or restricted free agency brings out the worst in everybody. It brings out the worst in organizations. It's bad for players. The agents hate it. You're running around trying to find an offer sheet in restricted free agency. You know, if you're a team and you're going to sign a player to an offer sheet, you know you have to, in general, you have to overpay, right? Because you're trying to get the team that can match to not match. And so you want to make it so difficult that it's just not financially prudent to do it. And it's pretty rare because teams don't want to let a guy leave for nothing. They'd rather overpay and then be able to uh, trade him, uh, just keep him under contract, uh, and then trade him later. So restricted free agency is tough. And I think in a lot of these cases here, they may just be players who go back to their current teams 
with new deals. Uh, or they get out in the marketplace and, and see if they can get a sheet uh, from someone. But uh, that deadline passed at 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern. And so uh, now that class of 2020, um, they've got their deals. I think 14, 14 of the first rounders, so about half half of that class with extensions. And a few others were done earlier, like Peyton Pritchard in Boston. We reported uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that one got done. And so, uh, but no bigger news, though, than uh, Giannis Attentacumpo, uh in Milwaukee. Three years, $186 million. Uh, they open up with Philadelphia on Thursday night. That'll be interesting. What do the Sixers look like on Thursday? Unlikely that James Harden is in that lineup. Uh, not clear that he'll even be uh, with the team or in Philadelphia. Uh, never mind traveling with them, but uh, the Sixers and Harden will, that stalemate continues. He is away on an excused leave. Uh, the organization's allowing for it. Um, we know he wants to trade. We know that he had made it pretty clear he was not going to make this easy on Philly. If he didn't get the trade, it hasn't happened. It is nowhere close. It is nowhere in in range. Just those talks are nowhere between Philly and the Clippers. There is a wide gulf between those two organizations. I think the Clippers believe that they've made by far the best offer for James Harden, the only really serious offer for James Harden. Daryl Morey wants more, says that he has a value he's put on an all-star guard, and I think the way the Clippers look at it is the market dictates the value, right? So. Uh, each side certainly does what they think is best for them. And for the Clippers, that is not including Terrence Mann in a deal. That is not including a second first-round pick in a deal. It is does not include taking on uh, perhaps salary in a trade for Harden. And for Philly, they've said they only want to do a deal that allows them to get the assets to go out and get another high-level player to replace James Harden. And that's hard to do. They're, they don't become available. There's a reason you know, people don't want to trade those players. And so Philly's in, been, been in no rush to get this deal done, at least on anything but their own terms. Uh, but for all the posturing and the in and out with James Harden in the preseason, season's starting. And they open up Thursday. If the Sixers get to a point that they want to find or essentially dock James Harden's pay. That's $389,000 a game. We're not there. Um, again, he is on excused leave. The team is wanted to be. It has been patient with them. I think the league will have some say in that at some point. There is a new player participation rule, and it's going to be tested in a pretty unique way with the James Harden situation. Uh, we saw Andrew Wiggins away for two months from the Warriors last year, and I don't mean to compare the Wiggins situation with James Harden. There was no other agenda there with Wiggins. He had a sick family member and uh, spent time away, and his contract was already done. It was not about any kind of a message or he, he wanted to be playing basketball. It's what happens in life sometimes. The Harden situation is different, and how the Sixers manage this, how the league 
gets involved in this, if at all, here at some point, and how James Harden wants to navigate this. Um, $35.6 million he opted into for this year. And I'm, I'm sure he would like to keep as much of that as he, as he can. Uh, the fines for missing practice, being away from a team daily are far more minimal, like 2500 a day. But when you start missing regular season games, and if you, they're not excused, and the team wants to pursue recovery of that money, they did it with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons lost a lot of money two years ago off of that season with the Sixers. Uh, we'll see the route Philly goes in this uh, soon. Uh, but uh, excited to tip this off. We've got NBA Countdown on Wednesday night. We'll be at Madison Square Garden. Malika Andrews is leading us this year. She's our our host on Countdown. Stephen A. Smith, of course, the great Michael Wilbon, and Bob Myers, the former Golden State President GM, four championships, two-time executive of the year. Uh, he'll be with us, which is going to be a lot of fun. You saw them, if you saw those guys in the preseason uh, in L.A., we had a lot of fun uh, doing that first preseason show. And then we get to the Garden on Wednesday night, uh, Knicks-Celtics, which is going to be fantastic. That's going to be a great environment. And then, of course, Dallas and Victor Wimbayama and the Spurs later Wednesday. And then we're back Friday uh, for another countdown show ahead of our doubleheader Friday night. That's in New York also. We'll be in L.A. most of this season uh, for countdown. Uh, but uh, opening week, though, we're, we're in New York, and that's going to be uh, a lot of fun at the Garden uh, for Knicks Celtics on Wednesday night. So hopefully you'll be tuning in. Uh, WojPod is back here regularly now in the regular season. And uh, happy tip-off to the NBA season. Uh, to everyone out there, we'll, we'll catch you again this week. Take care. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.